Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks, episode 186. This is your host, Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. So this is the entire month of August astrology. Lots of activity going on in the month of August. So let's just dive right in. Okay, well, we start um, with the fact that on um, July 31st, which is today, <laughs> um, is the epic conjunction, the historic conjunction between Mars, Uranus, and the North Node. It's one of the big um, events of 2022. I've already, as you probably know, um, have covered this. If you've been listening to the channel, um, the uh, episode that I just did the other day with Andrea Michelle, episode 180, 180, hold on. 184. <laughs> That's the one with uh, Andrea Michelle on the um, Uranus um, North Node conjunction. And I also interviewed back in, I think it was June, Ari Moshe Wolf. He also had some incredible insights between Ari Moshe Wolf and Andrea Michelle. We have really gone deep into, into that subject. So if you haven't seen them, please do take a look very empowering too and let's face it you know this month is, there's a lot of instability this your this conjunction of all three in taurus in the sign of taurus mars uranus north node um you know it's very rare that mars joins in um and so it it does provide more volatility you know of this and i have to say too it's not just this transit which i i sometimes call it like going to the Super Bowl where it's like, okay, that was a great event and it's over. It's like, no, this this is actually a door opening, a new era, a new um, direction. The, the nodes are always indicating the collective transiting nodes where right now we have the North Node in Scorpio, uh, sorry, the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio. And that is always about our evolutionary drive, right? What we need to lean into and what we need to, um, and, and what we often escape to with the South Node. It's not that you throw out the baby with the bathwater and say, well, I have to only do the North Node and I have to disregard the South. It's not that easy. It's about a blending. So in this case with Mars in, in, in Taurus and Uranus in the North Node, it's a leaning into innovative ways, a new innovative way of being, incorporating all the great things from the South Node. So Scorpio archetypes, the ability to regenerate, to let go of control in the unknown and regenerate and blend that and use that to propel us forward into this new place that we're in, which is obviously definitely about giving up comfort, right? Uranus and Taurus. Look at all the fires we've had, Lake Mead, approaching Deadpool status. You know, we are in definitely unprecedented times. We're thinking about, you know, the stock markets and the volatility and Bitcoin and all the crypto, um, you know, and, and everything kind of just very teetering there on the brink. So obviously it is, um, it can be very um, unsettling, right? In our world that's geared for comfort. So we, um, again, you know, Andrea and Ari both, gave some really great powerful medicine for who we need to be not what, what we need to do right mars in its exile in taurus this is about you know being and feeling and sensing and being grounded in the body so this uh, conjunction will have resonance for certainly well into august and and then and beyond 
um, we have to remember too that we have this fixed grand cross. And, you know, it's the nodes are squaring um, Mercury and Saturn, and you know Venus is going to come along there, and the Sun, you know, later in the month. So it's we're getting hammered, right? Um, this one with you know it, it's it's not easy. It's it's um, you know our our whole notions of things are being you know really a lot of i would say you know subconscious things being pushed to the surface that it, we're being forced to deal with especially when it regards food money resources you know things that we consider like survival it's rewriting that script and i would say too it's like it's about with with it being in taurus it's about um being instead of going out and we you know when you see people in the news when they say well we got to fix this we we have to fix this we have to do something how many times have you heard that in the news well we, we got to do something it's like no no you the the way through this is not through doing it's through who who do we need to be and that's a real taurus conversation what do we need to embody and how do we really viscerally feel that and, and and until we are here in the now in our bodies you know we're we're not going to be evolving you know <laughs> collectively we we have to come you know from that place in order to have um, real authentic uh, shifts and movement so it's not from that doing 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 but um but being so anyway more about that in the other videos. So if you haven't, you know, take a look at that. Um, okay, so these are all coming together at this at 18 degrees, fixed signs. Um, uh, you know, uh, like I was saying in the other video, a new continent arises. That's the Sabian symbol. A new continent arises for, for that degree of Taurus. That's pretty cool. Um, that can be, like I said, unsettling. Well, 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 there was no continent there before. Something is taken away and something else comes. So in this midst of, of all this tumultuousness, um, we have to really, there is a grace that's being given because Uranus, you know, is that agent of change. It's that, that um, agent provocateur, as they say in French, right? Um, that provocative, you know, butt kicking, you know, it, it, lightning pulls something away, but gives something better in return. We just have to trust that process. Easier said than done. But anyway, um, yeah, being that space, being here now, being in the moment, because, um, you know, when you think about what other choice, if we're not doing that, well, then we could be, what could we be the space for? Well, AI and technology <laughs> overtaking, right? Um, if you think about every, about every 16 to 17 years, Uranus and the North Node come together. Of course, they, they're always going to be coming together in, in different signs. And if you look back in, in the last time they were together, it was in um, 2007, March of 2007. Well, Uranus ruling technology and, and the internet and AI. Well, what happened? That's when the iPhone came out. We had the smartphone social media. We had Facebook that had already started, but that's when it really exploded, when it was actually in our hands, in our phone, and it wasn't just on a computer, on a desk. 
Um, so social media, YouTube, Twitter, you out of it came out of that. I think YouTube was 2009. So, but you could see how that door opened in 2007. So technology, new direction, where people were leaning into. Um, the previous cycle of that was um, November of 1991. Um, then before that, September of 1976. I know around 76, that's about when um, Steve Jobs created the first a personal computer, right? So the Mac. And so um, that boxy little ivory colored thing, you see it in the movies, right? I remember it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so the the you can see how these have been major evolutionary change points. 1991, we're just on the brink of the internet, right? It was just um, coming on, um, coming literally online, right? And so um, you, we we can see the evolution of these things. And I want to say too, you know, technology having to keep pace with spirituality, it's always a good check in. Um, to to see that because if it's not, then you have another Atlantis, right? You have this this breakdown where technology gets ahead, and so it's a good soul searching conversation to have. Um, are, are where are we? You know that we've gotten into such a comfort zone with technology. It, it, I passed a guy today in the supermarket, and how do most people sit? On he was sitting on a bench in front of the. In, in the build in front of the building and he he had his head down on the phone that's such a common thing right and it's like gosh you know that's all it, it's like we're not present anymore we're, we just got our heads in our phones so again this mars mars um uranus north node opposition uh, conjunction you know it's bringing up all these things about you know comfort we found so much comfort in technology and that is about to get disrupted and in what way is it going to get disrupted? We're going to have more of it, we, yes, and we can we can also have less of it at the same time. There's there's always extremes when you're dealing with Uranus, like in today's news. We probably all read about the floods in Las Vegas, these epic floods, and the streets just flooded with you know lots of water uh, into the casinos and the the parking lots and and all of this. And yet Lake Mead, which is just a short ride away. Uh, which feeds water for Las Vegas and all of Southern California. It's dropped another eight or ten feet, so it's it's at the point where it almost can't run the dam anymore, right? So um, that's that's huge, right? So you have this extreme between this all this rain in, in Las Vegas, and then you have this you know, complete um, drop, you know, which is right next to it. It's just, and then you have these fires raging out of control. So it's these extreme water, extreme earth events. And yes, we'll, we'll clearly, you know, see more of that. It, it's just all there in the mix and it's not an easy time, but um, we, we do have each other and we have nature to fall. We really, you know, it's nature's inviting us to fall, fall in to her. Venus, North Node, right? Venus ruling that North Node in Taurus. Like, be practical, Earth wisdom, ground ourselves. Okay, enough about that. Um, the rest of the month, Tuesday, um, August 2nd, this is the nice part of this. 
their Venus and Cancer making a very positive angle, a sextile to that conjunction. Well, that's that can help ease. It's almost like a healing balm. So by connecting with ourselves and our emotions and how we approach and mingle with others from this space of care and compassion and all things Cancerian, it is definitely going to, you know, help that process. Um, let's see, Thursday, August 4th, we have uh, Mercury, we got lots of uh, planets changing signs. Mercury goes into its home sign of Virgo, all right? So it's been hanging out in Leo and it will be there until August 4th. And so it kind of settles down into its more grounded, practical, you know, it's about precision and thought and speech. And um, it's definitely in, it's in domicile, so it's very at home with that um, data that's very carefully figured out and carefully analyzed. This is a time in our, in our minds when we might be overly picky or overly critical or overthinking something or being more anxiety ridden about details. And we can get lost in the, in the forest from the trees, right? We can get lost in the weeds big time um, if we don't watch ourselves. So that's that's the shadow part to manage with Mercury and Virgo um, coming across maybe too critical or too factual. Um, it's, it's the opposite of Gemini. So we want to make sure that we're staying curious, but we're also being discerning, not losing one's head. Okay, uh, Thursday, August 11th, we have Venus moves into the sign of Leo. That's a lot of drama um, where Mercury has been running through, jumping around through the sign of Leo. Now we have Venus, the love planet there. And what's interesting about that is, of course, you know, v this, is, this is about being in love for the sake of love. <laughs> you know, um, very, uh, very interesting. Uh, kind of, um, I would say, romantic and dating opportunities when Venus is in Leo, wearing your heart on her sleeve, telling us professing love. Um, it can be a little dramatic. Let's face it, in Leo, it always is. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, there's almost like being stuck in a romance stage of like this eternal, the falling in love part of romance, you know, that that part that it's that heady part. And so Venus and Leo can kind of like get stuck in that in that mode. Um, and so um, there is that to play with. Uh, we do have um, a trine with Jupiter August 18th when Venus and Jupiter trine. Now that might be really good, like winning the lottery and such. But this year, because Venus, I mean, because Jupiter just went retrograde in Aries, so it's not in its forward movement, it's stepping back. So we might be rethinking that wealth and maybe... Um, being a little, um, there's some good wisdom there coming in that will will probably help uh, this transit of Venus and Leo that so doesn't get too overboard. All right, um, then we have our full moon, the full moon in Aquarius on Thursday, August 11th. And so when the full moon comes along in the sign of Aquarius, this would be about perhaps um, finding where where our efforts that of our beautiful, creative, outrageous Leo efforts of creativity and spontaneity and joy and adventure, where it comes to a head and fruition. And the, the full moon in Aquarius is going to be asking us, maybe it's like, hey, what's what kind of container do you want? for um, that is calling to us that it can perhaps long-term um, creativity, the pursuits that we have that won't be just 
over and done with, but really um, finding a, a container for our passions, you could say, that will last a long time, right? Saturn ruling the full moon, thinking long-term, thinking future in Aquarius, or Capricorn's the past, Aquarius is the future. So thinking about the future um, with some cool, innovative, progressive ideas on how we can keep the joy going right, for the long term. Uh, Friday, August 12th, we have um, Mars is going to oppose the May 16th lunar eclipse point. So whatever came up during the eclipse season in the spring, uh, we might find some opposition in terms of getting something launched or done or completed that uh, Mars in an opposition. Uh, we look at the conjunctions and oppositions. So it conjuncted it last, what was it, July 20th um, in, in, um, in the sign of Taurus. And now it will be uh, opposing the lunar eclipse um, in, um, right, it'll be the lunar eclipse being in Scorpio, Mars in Taurus opposing that Scorpio lunar eclipse. So that could also bring up some um, conflict and some things that need to be worked out regarding these major changes. So whatever major changes happen to you um, as a result of those, um, those uh, spring eclipses, here's another opportunity for things to um, get going and move forward. Uh, Saturday, August 20th, we have Mars entering Gemini. And that is a that's the biggest ingress of this month. It, it is huge. Mars only retrogrades every um every uh, I'm sorry. Uh, every two years. So the last time Mars was retrograde was actually during right before the and during the presidential election in 2020. So it's almost two years. Um, now it'll retrograde in the sign of Gemini, mutable sign, mutable air. So we could find ourselves stepping back and maybe a, taking a new direction regarding our beliefs, our, our thoughts and um, speech and conversations and networking and commerce. We could also be seeing, you know, in the collective, um, maybe there's a walking back. Gemini is the news media too. So we might be finding ourselves um, questioning and maybe taking a new direction with like, where do we get our information from? Where do we, con what, what is um, a new direction that we might consider or just reflect on around media and around information? Um, you know, certainly very multi, multivalent here uh, with the possibilities. Mars is also about siblings and neighbors, so we might step out in new directions or feel ourselves stifled in the normal ways of moving forward in these areas. We might feel like everything slows down to a crawl. Um, and, you know, it, Mars is impatient, you know, doesn't like, you know, retrograde is not his gig, you know, but it's going to have to be because that's nature, right? You got high tide and you got low tide and it's just all part of the mix. But it, this is going to be, um, it'll go retrograde uh, right the day before Halloween, October 30th, and it'll go direct. Um, it'll stop at 25 Gemini. So it, it zips through the almost the entire Gemini cycle, um, zodiac sign, before it stops and retrogrades. It'll go back to um, January 12th, it'll go direct at eight Gemini. So by the time it swings out again, you know, you're looking at like seven months you know, well into next year where Mars will be in the sign. Normally, Mars is in a sign for about seven weeks. 
but in this case, it's seven months. So if you have, if you're a Gemini sun or rising, or you have any major planets, major, uh, any planets in Gemini and these degrees, especially around like uh, 22 to 25 Gemini, um, you know, and, and, and back to eight, you know, eight to, you know, maybe, uh, 11 degrees something about around there up eight certainly around eight um where it'll turn around and retrograde i mean go direct if you have uh, planets in that in that um set of numbers right eight degrees 25 degrees gemini you will definitely feel this this uh passage and it'll be really big it'll be really big for you i'll talk about that more in a separate video but just wanted to give you that heads up because that really is it's really probably the last big 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 transit important event of the year of course eclipses notwithstanding but this transit of mars and gemini as i said earlier in the year when i did my 2022 forecast yes we are looking at something major here um also perhaps a change in leadership you know gemini is about switch right it's the old switcheroo and mars being the a sign of a leader um you know um, who knows we i've talked about joe biden before and kamala harris and there are a lot of indications you know really a lot <laughs> you know, and i talked about that again in a previous podcast several months ago um, how we could be seeing some major changes. Maybe she'll just be asked to step up and take more responsibility because we've she's had kind of like more, as we have seen, you know, a lot more in the uh, stepping, uh, operating in the background. The, the focus has really not been on her so much in the news. Has had a lot of rough times. Those eclipses are happening in Kamala's sixth and twelfth houses, as they are for Biden. They're both having eclipses in the same set of houses, the two most difficult houses in the Zodiac. A lot of struggle, um, sacrifice, loss, effort, like that. So, and certainly health, health issues. So, yeah, you, you don't know, you know, Mars and Gemini, you know, it's going to be there for the midterm elections in the U.S. On, and we are having a lunar eclipse on, on election day. Yeah, like, like folks, you know. <laughs> Could we have any more drama, you know? Ah, anyway, onward. Um, Monday, August 22nd, the sun will go into Virgo. So that'll finish up our, our Leo season. We will be Virgo to September 22nd. And then we have um, Wednesday, um, Uranus, Wednesday, August 24th, Uranus, which has been in its stationary retrograde point of 18 degrees for several weeks now. It will finally station retrograde 18 degrees, 55 minutes, and it will step back five months. It'll go direct the end of January, January 22nd to 14 degrees. So if you have planets around the degrees of eight, 14 to 18 degrees of Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius, this, um, this transit will definitely impact you. That's a reflection around, hey, what kind of progress have I made or not made in terms of letting go of things, of, of choosing a simpler path, of being more grounded and practical, all things Taurus? Uh, what needs to be revisited, what needs to be revised so that we can liberate ourselves and feel that freedom that really just comes from within. It's not about the projection on the outside world. It's about who we are and what are we bringing to the table. 
Okay, uh, two more things. Uh, Thursday, August 25th, Mercury will go into the sign of Libra, um, where uh, he will be, um, or they will be, until September 23rd. And then um, August 27th, we finish out with the new moon. The new moon will be in Virgo. So, um, yeah, so that's basically the that's the rundown and uh, for August, lots of activity, but really the most important thing is is feeling our way through this big portal that's opening with the Mars Uranus North Node conjunction. It'll be like resonating out like a reverberation through throughout most certainly the first half of the month. And um and Mars and Gemini entering the sign of Gemini where it's going to retrograde later. That's that's also huge, and of course, a full moon is always important. Um, but those those are and and Uranus going retrograde, you know, major outer planet takes several months. Yes, these are all um, very key points here. Um, so lots lots to think about. Um, as ever, um, it's all for our good, right? This is all the universe. Um, I love. You remember Rob Brezhny? I think he, he's probably still around. He 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 writes the greatest uh, astrology columns. I used to read them years ago. Um, he he always says um, he is syndicated writer, older guy, and he says um, the universe is always conspiring in your favor. Is universe conspires to bring you blessings, and I that has gotten me through the worst of times in my life. When, when I think about that, it's like, okay, I had a really tough couple of days earlier in the week. I mean, that that Mercury squaring Uranus and Saturn and that teaser, oh God, you know, it was it was rough. Um, my cat, uh, my, my Smokey was sleeping soundly now. Um, the worst respiratory. Well, Mercury rules the lungs. It's in that square with Uranus and, and Saturn. Oh my God, you know. Of course, right? Naturally. So the thing that got me through is astrology, knowing, okay, I know the body parts. I have a basic understanding of medical astrology. And um, I can use that and match it against the timing and go, okay, this is not going to be forever. This is going to definitely pick up after Sunday. And sure enough, he's already starting to come out of it. So, oh, but um, anyway, yeah, there's that. I hope you have enjoyed this and uh, have gotten value out of this. If you have, uh, we love to hear from you. How are you doing? Um, how did you do with July? And uh, what would you like to see happen for, for August with, with everything going on in your chart um, as ever? You can always uh, leave your comments below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Yay. And um, I know we will see you again very soon. Okay, everybody. Mwah. Happy August. Yay. <laughs> this is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.